Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Aren't you glad he turned it? He can turn it for you right now in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of whatever you're going through. He can turn it right now. The good news is you control the switch to your attitude, emotion, and thoughts. The good news is you control the switch. Right, right now you can have joy. Boom! See? Ain't nothing got to change in your life. I control the joy switch in my life. Ain't no pipe in there. Y'all ain't got no authority over here. Who got authority in your life? I know you got authority not by him how many employees you got, but for you to be able to control your mind and your heart and your... I got authority with God because I can command joy right now. I can have peace right now without my understanding. Beyond my understanding, I can just have it right now. You control your attitude, your disposition, your temperament. Nothing outside, I don't care what Trump or anybody in your family do. Nothing controls my attitude but me. So if I got an attitude, I chose it. Oh yeah, let's go live. Whoa, if I'm stressed, I chose it. Who would choose stress? Look in the mirror. Look on your row. So many people choose stress. It's a choice. It's not inevitable. There, now, there are different levels of stress. Let me, let, me, let me say that. There are different levels of stress. But y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Overbearing one. Overwhelming one. We choose to be overwhelmed. Because the other option is trust and rest. Hold on. If rest is an option, I'm choosing to be overwhelmed. There's never one choice. God is too good for stress to be the only option. Are y'all with me so far? So the way you choose joy and choose peace is reminding yourself God is good. So there has to be another disposition I could have in this moment. He's too good for confusion to be the only option. He's too good for pain to be my only awareness. I could be aware of the promise in pain. So we choose our own dysfunction and diseases. Because stress brings on dis-eases. Thank you for coming to church today. Come next week as well. Dis-ease can come from our choice thoughts. Just because it was online doesn't mean it has to affect you. You logged on. <laughs> and if it's social media, it's who you chose to follow. When you're on social media, you don't just get all these people and you got to unfollow them. No, you choose your stress. I mean, who you follow. You choose your irritation. I mean, who you follow. You choose what irks you. I mean, who you follow. Can you believe that you're choosing your own mental demise and decay? That's why the Bible says, hey! 
things are lovely. Whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are of good report. If it be any virtue, and if you can praise God for it, think on these things. The Bible literally has to tell us what to think. Because what we choose to think is killing us. Come on, man. I had an obedience lesson this week at home. I was home. I got a water right by my, my nightstand. Like that. Water. I like to eat my little snacks. Pray for me, y'all. Middle of the night, little. <laughs> my wife bad. We got a refrigerator in our room, a microwave, so I, I can't. Because I'm, I'm trying to gain weight. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? My daughter's getting older. I need to gain some weight. Sick of going to the mall looking like they cousin. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Walking by me. Excuse me, homie. What's your name, baby? Hey, that's my daughter. I'm not their nephew. So I'm eating little snacks here and there. Ate a snack. I knew I should drink the water because God told me, Ty, drink the water. He told me, overall, drink more water. I said, okay, I'm going to do that, God. I'm going to do that. I, I was looking at that water like, man, I knew I should drink it because God told me, and the snacks was all stuck in my braces, so I knew that would help. I was like, but if I, first of all, I'm not really woke woke, that's going to wake me up. And in like an hour or so, I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. It's 5 in the morning. I don't want to get up no 7, 7.30. I ain't got to be up till 11. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, 11. Put that M on there. I don't care. So I'm like, man, I ain't going to drink. I ain't, I'm, I'm trying so hard to go back to sleep. The reason why I can't go back to sleep is because I'm battling God on whether to drink the water or not. And I'm like, I don't want to drink the water because that's going to wake me up. But I'm already woke fighting whether I should drink it or not. He said, ain't nobody around, ain't no stage, this ain't, gonna, this ain't benefiting nobody but you. How do you refuse to do something that directly and only benefits and makes you better? How could you refuse or deny better because you want to sleep? Or you don't want to wake up and go to the bathroom. All these excuses you're making, watch out for self-justification. Oh, watch out for it, y'all. When you make up great reasons why you shouldn't obey, be scared of that. If you can go back to sleep without the water, check that. Whatever your water is or whatever your sleep is. If you can go back to that relationship without, check that. Because it's only best for you. Ty, I'm not trying to make you a better songwriter or preacher. I'm trying to make your body. That's how you check holiness, salvation, and authority. By how you treat you. How you govern you. 
how you manage the thing called your life. Yours. And I said, I will be obedient regardless of my justification. Because it made so much sense to me. Like, yeah, you're right, Tiger. You wake up, you want to go to the bathroom. You don't feel like all that. Just go ahead and go to sleep. You'll be all right. As soon as you wake up at 11 o'clock, drink the water. And don't drink half of it. Drink the whole thing. Since you didn't drink a little bit overnight, drink the whole thing when you wake up. Boom. I had such a plan. I was like, good. I'm not disobeying God. And I'm still, but I was. He said, if you don't know how to do small obediences, yes. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word. Yeah. If you can't obey me in the small things, I can't trust you yeah. with anything bigger than the water by your nightstand. Wow. So I can't afford to cry about not coming into promises or big things wow. if I can't drink water by my nightstand. I, I, are you understand? I can't complain about success, and you can't you can't even expect that with a full bottle of water in arms reach. It's right there, y'all. If I go like this, I might knock it over. It's too close to not do. It's too easy. It's too much in your reach to not do. Your obedience that God is calling you to is not so beyond you. It's right there. Don't call him. It's right there. Don't or do. It's right there. If God is not worth arm's reach, he didn't even ask me to pray. He wasn't even asking for attention. He wasn't even asking for a moment with him. This is 100% beneficial to time, and you won't do it. Now, I'm giving my business <laughs> in hopes that it'll bless yours. In hopes that you can apply it to your life like, yo, I know that little thing he keeps telling me to do. And for some reason, my flesh, my pride, my self-justification will not allow me to obey little things. But I'm up here preaching today. This is easier. prepare the word, do all that to preach for all y'all. But won't grab a water in obedience to God for me. I need to find a way to put this on the mic. I just put it on the mic. Man, that's serious. And that's a lesson on obedience. Most of us will be obedient if people can see it. She didn't put online that she gave her book out and ministered to the homeless. You, you understand what I'm saying? But people will do that if the cameras were there. Matter of fact, they won't do it unless, y'all ready? Three, two. obedience that's clout that's bringing attention to you but it doesn't make you better the things that make us better we refuse but we'll be on camera and on stage and preach we'll do all of this 
Ty, I'm talking to me. I refuse to preach and you free and I be a castaway. No, that's not happening. So A, pray for your pastor. I'm very much human. Okay. Today in my 10 minutes, eight minutes, goal is one o'clock to be walking out of here every week. Y'all don't say nothing. Y'all don't have a problem with it. But uh, <laughs> this is Thanksgiving weekend. I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I couldn't uh, overlook that this week. We've been talking about warfare a lot here uh, at Live, and I feel like the theme this year uh, is all things new slash the art of warfare because <laughs> uh, we've kind of been like just trying to expose the things that fight us. And one weapon of war that is so powerful is thanksgiving. You know what I thought, you know what I, my meditation was? As I was looking up our weapons in the, in the warfare for your mind, the warfare for your heart, the warfare for your family. What I mean by warfare is the challenge against, right? If you realize that it's really about kingdom against kingdom, right? Kingdom against kingdom. Why is it that? The thing, all right, all right. So once I realized that Thanksgiving is a major warfare weapon, major. But the weapons of God are not used by his children. So I'm like, God, do I want another way? Do I want another way out of this problem? Because some of us, and this is no slack or shade to nobody, I'm just giving a general picture, would rather protest than praise. You understand what I'm saying? But protest ain't in the Bible, even though it couldn't help. Praise is, and we don't. And I know that some of y'all, we just praised them. I don't mean in church. This is the devils are running around here shouting too. I tell y'all that every week. I ain't impressed by that. It's fun. I like it. Thank you, Jesus. It's a good expression. That ain't no reflection of nothing. Do you do that at home? what the instructions, that's what the commands of God are for. Your home, your life, not for church settings. But the problem is we only hear the word in church settings because we don't read at home. So we equate the Bible to church and not life. Action is the word in your life. Oh, I know the word is in your church, but it's the word in your life. Hallelujah to Jesus. Tell somebody, I got to get the word in my life. Come on, be honest. Say it again. I got to get the word in my life. Thanksgiving is a major weapon. And we hate that because how can I give thanks when I don't feel good? Any command of God is beyond your feelings. It's spiritual. Bless the Lord at all times. That's a spiritual thing. You're not going to feel like, you're not going to feel like doing nothing all the time. You can like pizza, but you ain't going to want that every day. You can like shrimp and crab and Mrs. Crab, Mr. and Mrs. Crab. You ain't, well, I don't know. My family kind of like that every day. But you can like it every day, but not for every, you don't want it breakfast, lunch, and dinner. See? See how you're like, oh, I love that. We don't like to do nothing all the time. 
So God is not saying praise because you feel like doing it at all times. Any command of God is spiritual and you need him to do it. I gotta, I gotta go. Are, are you understanding what I'm saying? I need him to bless him at all times because I'm not going to feel like doing it. So I got to do it in the spirit. Whether I feel like it or what I don't, whether I don't, thank you, Jesus. Whether things go my way or it don't, thank you, Jesus. Whether I like how my life is or whether I don't, thank you, Jesus. Whether I'm happy with my bank account or not, thank you, Jesus. Whether I'm happy with the people in my house or not, it ain't based on nothing. But his word, that's why I started the whole thing with obedience. Because if you're not giving thanks to God, you're being disobedient to the word of God. Let's talk. Thanksgiving, one scholar says, acknowledges God's goodness. Thanksgiving acknowledges God's goodness. Praise acknowledges God's greatness. Worship acknowledges God's holiness. So Thanksgiving directly relates us to his goodness. Praise directly relates us to his greatness. Worship directly connects us to his holiness. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Go to the first scripture. We in there. We in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give thanks unto the Lord. It connects you to his goodness. For he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. First of all, it's going to take the rest of your life just to praise him for his mercy. Just that side of him. Because that endures. It's quiet over here. Which side? It's going to take the rest of your life and your kids just to praise him just for his mercy. Usually when somebody gives you $10, you say thank you because that 10 is over. It's not coming again. With God, the mercy is 10, 10, 10, 10, 20, 100, 100, million, million. It never stops. It endures forever. So you're going to be walking around like, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. While you're quiet now, say thank you. You usually say thank you at the conclusion of a thing. You can't do that with God because he never stops being good. I got whoa. He never stops being good. I'm going to let you know right now, along your row and in your seat, there's going to be random thank you Jesuses. All on this side, don't be scared. It's going to hit people at the, oh, thank you, Jesus. It's going to hit you at another time. I'm going to say something else. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And then some people, I ain't going to say nothing because when I think, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, whether the preacher says something or not, my soul. Never mind. Anybody grateful in the house today? Some, uh, it's a matter of the will. Thanksgiving is a matter of the will. It's not a matter of the emotions. You have to will. Your, I will bless the Lord. Woo. What are you willing yourself to do? I will bless the Lord. It's a posture that I'm not moving from. It's not a matter of the it's not a matter of the feelings. It's a matter of the will. I will bless the Lord. Give thanks unto the Lord. See, we gotta prioritize that. Remember Jehoshaphat? Jehoshaphat was surrounded on every side by enemies. 
right? The Hittites on the east, Jebusites on the west, parasites on the north, termites on the south. He had all the ites. Why we laughing? Apply it to your life. You got corona awareness, social unrest, racial injustice, your mind crazy, your family ain't together, your money funny, your body acting, you trouble. I'm not gonna make you trouble on every side. If you're not, you're not, and don't receive it if you're not. But if you are, I'm letting you know there's yet hope. Uh-oh. Even if you're troubled on every side like Jehoshaphat, God said, in the midst of all that you're going through, give thanks. Put the choir out in front of the army and say, for the Lord is good. <laughs> Put praise before your complaints. Y'all missing what I'm saying? We have to learn to prioritize thanksgiving. You're surrounded by everything else. You're not surrounded by thanksgiving. Even though you're surrounded by his goodness. Even in what you're going through, he's good. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So you have to learn to prioritize his goodness in your bad things. You got to learn to prioritize. That's why the Bible says magnify. <laughs> oh, magnify the Lord with me. Make him bigger than everything else on the page. I know this page in your life, you can't wait to swipe the 2021. But even on this page, magnified. Whoa, I said, make him bigger in here. Matter of fact, y'all too quiet for me right now. Somebody magnify the Lord. <laughs> Look how important Thanksgiving is. Let me let y'all go. Let's, let's go. Just run through the scriptures. I'm going to try not to stay on it too long. I'm going to give it to y'all. I'm going to try. This is a little long. Look, look. Let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as many members of one body, you are called to live in peace. This ain't my point, but it's a good one. If you're in the body of Christ, you are called to live in peace. That'll change a lot of your comments online. Most of us run them drama. Stir up the iron. Don't let her up. We're called to peace. Let the peace that comes from God rule. That word rule here means to empire. Umpire, excuse me. Umpire. Like, strike, you're out. The, the, the batter might have thought it was a ball. The pitcher might have thought with a strike, everybody on the field might have a perspective. Everybody in your life might have a perspective of the play that's happening in your life. But the only one that matters is what the umpire says. Christ rules. Christ rules. Christ rules. No matter what you feel, what others say, what does the umpire say? Peace is what he says. Stop arguing with them. They're racist. They hate you. Whether they're black, white, Indian, or Asian, that's them. You follow peace. It's quiet. It's okay. They're Democrat. They're Republican. They're, I don't know, they're in Kanye's party. I don't know. I'm called to peace, though. I'm not called to America. 
Never mind. So I don't defend. I defend peace. Whoa, whoa. That's what I'm called to. Let that rule. As members of one body, you are called to peace. And always be full of thanks. Be thankful. Let the message about Christ in all its riches, richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs unto God with with and don't stop there. The next one says and whatever you do whether you say it or whether you physically do it do it all in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, in the name of Jesus. Do it in the same key I did it. In the name of Jesus. I love y'all. Growing up Pentecostal, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized. Yeah. <laughs> Growing up that way, we said, you better do it in the name of Jesus. You don't end that prayer without saying in Jesus. Oh, okay. It's prayers we didn't agree with if it is. <laughs> Bless my food. Amen. I'm like, in Jesus' name. Amen. That's what I, in Jesus' name. Pentecostals don't play with the name of Jesus. So I've learned to do everything in because the, the power is connected to the name. Did y'all hear what I said? All authority in heaven and in earth is given to Jesus. All power in heaven and in earth. Yes, there is powers in the earth, but they're under Jesus. Yes, there are other authorities in the earth, but they're under and they're submitted to Jesus. Which is why when no man can tame the guy in the graveyard, no law, no government, no president, no mayor, no governor, no city official, nothing can tame this man. He had an attitude. He had rage. He was violent. He was looting. He was polluting. He was so out of control. All Jesus did was step on the scene. He ain't even say nothing because he is the word. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> he stepped on the scene and the uncontrollable man got sober because all power is under him. So if you want to be healed, say in the name of Jesus. Touch my heart. In the name of Jesus, I feel something. Touch my mind. In the name of Jesus. I don't just have hope. I have a name. There's a name above all names that's given unto him. That at the name of. Oh, I just knew it would be louder than that I live. At the name of. Every knee shall bow. In heaven and in earth. And every tongue confess that. Christ is Lord. We're big on the name of Jesus. Not so big on the giving thanks. Whoa. Just as adamant as you are about, uh, in the name of Jesus, thank you should be right after that. Do all in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks. It's not a period, it's a continuation. In other words, that's not all it takes. It's not just in the name of Jesus. 
Mix that with thanksgiving. In the name of Jesus, heal my body. Thank you, Lord. It got quiet over here. Let me go back over here. In the name of Jesus, bring peace to my life. Thank you, Jesus. Don't just do it in the name, but thank the name. Thank the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My wife and I are practicing that now. Thank you. Every other, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. But you know, man, I'm thank you, Lord. Just trying to put that in our lives. That's a weapon. It's a weapon. We see it so lightly like, uh, it's just a stone. Look what David did with a small thing. God will put his power behind your small obedience. And you waking up drinking that water will take a giant down more than you preaching Sunday morning. It didn't take a boulder to knock down Goliath. Small things. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. Woo. Say it again. Thank you, Jesus. Get y'all out of here. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Look at this. Paul is closing out his message to Thessalonica, the Thessalonians. Three things. We should end our year with this. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. And everything give thanks. As crazy as our world is right now, don't stop rejoicing and praising. Don't stop praying. Don't stop giving thanks. See that? If I told y'all that will help you have success the end of this year, and I don't mean more money, I mean successful mind, heart, and peace in your home, and just bliss, and the strength to be creative to make money, the strength to be innovative, this mental space you need is created by rejoicing evermore, pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks. In everything give thanks. That's his will. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus. What's God's will for me? Thanks. Thanking him. Thanking him. I will that you give me thanks in all things. What you're in doesn't matter. What you're in doesn't matter. He still deserve, deserves thanks. Somebody right now say thank you, Jesus. Thank you. One more time, say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right, let me get y'all Check this out. Let me get y'all out of here. The opposite of thanksgiving will be what? Good. Good job. Complaining. 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 The Bible calls it murmurers and complainers. Be careful when all you do is see something wrong. Be careful when things are good, but that irks you and you magnify that. Be careful. Oh, live was good, but this is cold. In it. You always have something. When you complain, you're replacing praise. Okay? When you complain, you are replacing Thanksgiving. And it's a dangerous thing to put God's goodness on the back burner for what you're upset about. You put your things on the throne and take him off when you complain. The children of Israel was good. 
until they started complaining. They went from crying in bondage to complaining in freedom. You cried out to God in Egypt, he helped you. Now you're free and you're complaining because you're not yet in the promised land yet. They went from crying to complaining. Where's the thing? Where's the things? Where's the thanks? Some of us go from crying. God, get me out. He gets you out. Girl, why are you sitting there? Now you mad the new car he gave you was dirty. And that's, you don't say thank you no more. You just don't mess up my car. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Everything is about a complaint or a cry. Be careful of that shoe. Because God puts it in the category of the ungodly. In the last days, perilous times shall come. Men shall be lovers of themselves. First of all, he says, oh. I see it, man. I'm so, I'm so sad of where we're about to go, man. I see it. In the last days, perilous or hard times are going to come on us, y'all. Hard times. Not because of corona. In the last days, crazy times are coming. Why? Because men are going to be lovers of themselves. Corona exposes what's in man's heart. Evil, hatred, disobedience. It's happening in the pandemic, but it ain't because of the pandemic. It's the heart of man, racism, hatred. It ain't the government, it ain't the president. It's the heart of man, and that's why the world is gonna get worse. Times are gonna get hard because we gonna make it hard. Disobedient to parents, you're making it perilous. Unthankful is in the list, unthankful. Ungodly is right after unthankful. Look at this. He's talking about the ungodly. That's why I underlined we're going to execute judgment and to convince all that are what? Ungodly among them. We're going to, we're going to convince all that are ungodly among them of all of their what? Ungodly deeds, which they, they, which they have what? Ungodly committed. And of all their hard speeches, which Ungodly. He going in. Ungodly. 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 These people are murmurers and complainers. It's ungodly to be a complainer, not to have a complaint. Y'all know the difference. Some people you see coming like, man, I ain't about, oh, here she go. I know all she's going to do is talk about how she's going to, all right, all she's going to do. That's a complainer. Make you run off the stage like, here she go with her stuff again. I can't wait. Oh. Walk on after their own lust. If all you do is complain, all you do is think about you. All you do is think about what you want. Walking after their own lust. You can't enjoy anything because you got so much desires in you, so much that you want done. 
and their mouth speak of great swelling words. You try to speak kindly to people because you want to use them. Complaining could be a form of manipulation. You all right with what you need? What was wrong? You, it's too, it's too sensitive. Sure, you good? You good? Your sheep, what happened? What happened? Oh my God. I know people who work at hotels. And when somebody complains in the hotel, you better serve them. There's a red spot on my. Once I see that happening, complaining gives me attention. When I'm happy, my husband don't listen. But when I complain, so now it's witchcraft. You complain to control. I rebuke, stop it. That's evil and ungodly. Don't complain to control. Communicate to have understanding. I need a little more on that, y'all. That was a tough one. You feel me? Don't complain to try to get people on your side. And now your whole squad is your squad just because you're against something. Murmuring and complaining. The nature of the flesh is to go towards the negative. I'm just going to stop here. I guess I'll pick it up next week. Yeah. Because I want, I want to have uh, a moment to, it's been a long day. I can go all day on this, though. Can I give y'all one more scripture? Hold on, leave this up for a second. Look, look, look. Just check yourself before you wreck yourself. And in the culture, in the hood, it's so twisted. Complaining is cute. How you doing, baby? <laughs> she crazy. Oh, 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 oh. She's so, ooh, that's cute. Yo, get that little, why are you complaining? You in a fine restaurant. Like you, uh, why are you, just whatever. I don't even know what it is. But the culture have made that type of attitude and swag cute. So now the complainer is the cute girl that gets the attention from the guy. What you, nah, man. That devil's a liar. <laughs> Every complaint you're denying, Thanksgiving. You could use that same energy and, and ability to search for words to give them thanks. Let me let y'all go. Let me give y'all, can I give y'all just one more? This is a good one. I can go all day. We know this from the secret place. People who know God don't glorify him. Neither were thankful. And they become, you become vain, self-centered, all about, you think you right and dope and fly and sweat. You think you everything. Not giving God thanks cultivates foolish <laughs> self-perspective. You'll start to see yourself the wrong way when you don't thank God continually. Thanksgiving aligns you with your identity. I'm under him. He supplies for me. He's good to me. See, thanksgiving is different than praise and worship. Praise for his greatness, right? Praise. <laughs> you, we praise LeBron. 
LeBron James had a triple-double every the playoffs. That's praise. That was a great, great. Did you see some? Oh, my praise. That's great. You can praise anybody for great things and still have pride. You can praise anybody for something and it still don't affect how amazing you think you are. You can say, hey, she did a great job. Look, look at the da-da-da-da-da. Introduce it. You can praise anybody and still be full of you. Matter of fact, you look good praising people. Yeah, divination. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. The woman with the spirit of divination. She came to Paul and Silas and said, she was on tour with Paul and Silas. She got their tour dates. Let me let y'all go. <laughs> Paul and Silas going around preaching the gospel. She like, waiting, because they messing up my money. She went around like, hey, y'all, before they come up, I want y'all to listen to them because these are men of God. They're going to show you the right way to holiness and righteousness. Go ahead, Paul. Go ahead, Silas. <laughs> Paul and Silas took the stage like, who is that? Okay, guys, she, they go to the next city. She in there, hey, before they get up, praising them because she knew they was going to come with the heat. And after they was done, people were going to be like, whoa. But she wanted to be the one to validate them. Because when they leave, she wanted people to trust her because she was a sorcerer. She was a fortune teller. And she wanted people to trust her word because they trusted theirs. Ooh. So be careful when people praise you. Like, hold on, why are you doing that? Why are you doing, why are you, uh-uh, why are you, why are you? Be careful when you, uh, never mind, y'all. You can still have evil and all that and, and still praise. You can be full of pride. You can't, it's challenging to be full of pride saying thank you. Thanksgiving is different than praise. God, you are great. You made the stars. Yeah, that's, we can do that all day. But thank you acknowledges how good he is to you. That's a heart melting, whew, humbling, whew, thank you, Jesus. It's humbling. close on this. Man, I thought we was going to end. I didn't get to the end. Yeah, I didn't get to the end, but we just there, period. We just there, period. The lepers, y'all. Jesus walks by, sees ten men that were lepers. We'll be talking about this next week, too. Have mercy on us. You can play, Joe. Thank you, sir. Have mercy on us. Go show yourselves to the priests. As they went, whew, I love that. They were healed. You're not always healed in the moment. Sometimes he makes it better as you go. Amen. Amen. So don't think that prayer didn't work, that service didn't work. No, you're supposed to keep going. <laughs> and as you go, he makes you whole every step. He makes you heal every step as you go. Tell your neighbor, whatever you do, I can't hear you, Liz. Tell them, whatever you do, don't stop going. As you go, he's going to perfect those things concerning you. Once, when they realized they were healed, they turned around and said, fell on his face, crying, worshiping him, saying, thank you. Jesus said, where are the nine? He said, were there not ten of you healed? But only one has returned to give me glory. Oh. 
They knew God, but they didn't. No, go back, go back, go back, go back. Thank you. Thank you so much. They knew God, but they didn't glorify him. Neither were they thankful. It's intertwined. When you're not thankful, you rob God of glory. When you're not thankful to him, he's not getting glory out of your life. So all I want is for you, for you to be glorified. If you want God to be glorified in your life, you got to thank him. Thanksgiving is his glory. Man, I thank God for being here today, Liv. I thank God for being in my right mind. Y'all don't understand the week I had. I thank God for being able to speak to you today. I thank God that my family is healthy and they're here. I thank God that all of our needs are supplied. I give him glory for my life. I give him glory for my wife. I give him glory for my kids. I give him glory for my house. I give him glory for the breath that I breathe. My eyes are good. I can hear good. I'm giving him glory. He's keeping all of this functional. Not me. Not my diet. Not my discipline. He's keeping me functional. Thank you, Jesus. Then we can go into things like, oh my God, the, the, you know, the things that he do for whatever success you consider in the world. You know what I'm saying? For me, it's music. Oh my God, if my single came out number one and I thank God, I don't like saying a lot of stuff because I thought it was bragging. But God is like, yo, you robbing me of my glory. Whoever going to be mad at you for saying that your album is number one, they don't like you before you say it. So thank y'all for getting it. <laughs> Anyhow, thank y'all for getting We're Gonna Be Alright as number one. Glory to God. I thank the Lord for that. Only because it means something to people. It means something to people that your stuff is number one. The powers that be are like, oh, your album's number one. I don't care. But because it means being efficient in the industry that I'm in, I'm thankful that he's letting me sit on top of the industry I'm in. That's a thank you, Jesus. That ain't because my music's so hot. That's because he's so good. Come on, y'all. Stand up, everybody. If I were to ask you one thing as you go home before you buy this book, babe, you want to go to the back now? Go ahead on to the back because I'm about to come get one, another one. Hey, if I were to ask y'all one thing, y'all, do not rob God of his glory this week. I feel like the world slowly but surely is sifting God's glory out of America, period. Thanksgiving is like becoming the smallest holiday, the most overlooked, not acknowledged holiday, period. Because Thanksgiving is connected to God's glory. We'd rather praise him Christmas for being born. We'd rather praise him Easter for rising again. But thanking him becoming the least of our concern as a culture not as a church but don't let them rob God's glory this week get online and go ham go in giving God thanks hallelujah there's so much I want to say we're going to continue later. hey I got my book hey there's so much more we're going to say but I want you all to know when you wake up Remember, that's God speaking to you first. He's the first voice that speaks to you. Understand that when you wake up. So acknowledge him first. And be thankful, y'all. 
It's a big deal to God. Oh, so you're not going to glorify me? You're not going to be thankful? You're going to become vain and your foolish heart darkened? Keep reading that. Read this this week. From Romans 1, you can read the whole thing if you want, but read it from at least from verse 20. Look how the humanity progressed darker and darker, and men became lovers, and then they did this, and then they did vile affections, and then they did, it was, it, the list is so heinous. It's like, how did humans get to this point? Oh, it starts with an attitude that doesn't give God thanks in all things. And it can seem like the smallest mustard seed. But when it's sown, it yields unstoppable results. Clap your hands for Jesus, everybody. Did y'all enjoy yourselves today? It was a good day, right? Father, I thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you. I praise you, Jesus. Thank you for live. Thank you for the families. Thank you for the young people. Thank you for the older people. Thank you for the creatives, God. Thank you for the orderly. Thank you for those who keep uh, systems. Thank you, God, for those who help the ministry. Thank you for everyone who has come here with needs and burdens. I thank you that they came to you with their pain. So, Father, whoever's confused today, give them understanding and peace. In the name of Jesus, whoever's hurting today, heal their heart. Restore their soul in the name of Jesus. Bring alignment. Bring order. Bring alignment. Bring order. Restore order to your people that we may be blessed in the name of Jesus. Let there be none sick or feeble among us. I rebuke sickness, diseases, viruses now in the name of Jesus. I give live a clean bill of health by the power of Almighty God in the name of Jesus and I thank you for it and I give you thanks for it. Thank you for health. Thank you for strength. Thank you for life. In all things we give thanks. Can everybody just say thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. come out. I will bless the Lord at all times. Watch. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. It paints the picture of murmuring or, or mumbling praise. Everything that has breath is like when you murmur and complain it's kind of like under your breath. God is saying even under your breath praise me. Are y'all feeling what I'm saying? Praise me under your breath. Praise me and thank me until it becomes self-conscious. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Can anybody just find one thing to give them thanks for as we close today? Come on, find something to give them thanks for. Look up and down your road. Look at your friends. Look at your family. Look at who he connected you to. Look at you, look at you. You made it this far in a pandemic. Can anybody give them thanks right now? And don't say, I already did that. I already gave them thanks. The Bible says, and again I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, again, again. Last thing I want to leave with you, it's your weapon. Remember that. I'm just giving you memory. Wake up with God. Thank him at all times. It's your weapon against confusion, against dysfunction, against sickness and disease. Thanksgiving, thank you, Jesus, is your weapon. And it's not enough to think it, say it. You know what, you know what, hold on one second. You know what has replaced literal Thanksgiving? You know what, when people say, 
I got a praise report. And I love it. I got a praise report. I did have it, but now it's gone. Woo, what? Go ahead, girl. Congratulations. But it's never thank you, Jesus. It's just I got a praise report. Nothing wrong with that. And that's in, essentially is, I guess, pseudo giving thanks. But it's not literally, yo, I want to thank the Lord because, yo, I was. Don't let, I got a praise report replace Thanksgiving. You feel what I'm saying? Because that's our new, yeah. Because when you're telling somebody what God has done, it should be full of thanksgiving, not just a praise report. Culture made that up. Praise report ain't in the Bible. Thanksgiving is. In all things, give thanks. Chris, you got a moment? Because I got to thank God for what he did in my life. I thank the Lord for X, Y, and Z. Why can't that be our normal conversation? First of all, don't look at me weird because I'm about to be on a thank you tangent till I die. That's my commitment. I'm trying to do that. I'm pressing to do that. So, Father, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. As we leave and as you prepare your offering, we're going to give tonight, today. No windows in here. It looks like it's nighttime, too. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.